Tonight on Alpha's Back in Pot Form. Cover Master. I put butter on practically everything. James Cheese. So then I guess we can conclude that the true racism uh, lies within me. And me, Byron Hussey. That doesn't turn me off right away. Let's do this thing. Do it. Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, 18th episode of uh, Alpha's Back in Pod Form. My name is Byron Hussey, I'm the host of the show, very professional podcast host. A lot of, uh, I make a lot of money off of podcasting. <laughs> Six, seven figures. <laughs> Most of them are after the decimal point, but, <laughs> but, they're there. The figures are there. They're mostly zeros. I am joined today by the Gumba Master, Michael Alexander Seedler. Hello. Did I say yeah. your last name right? Yeah, but I prefer if you wouldn't say it at all. <laughs> Do you want me to cut that out? You, you won't. <laughs> no, I, I promise you. I promise I will cut this out. Swear to God hand over my heart looking at the flag I will cut this out oh you have a hat no I no hand I mean I could you get have, a hat yeah, have, I, I, I was surprised to hear to hear that you have a heart yeah I know I have a heart I have a heart and I'm also joined by James Sheaves the Sheavesy buenos dias a todos appropriate for this episode as you'll see why soon audience I'll bring you into the, on the joke and we're also joined by the poltergeist, banging, mm -hmm. banging, monster noise sounds. He's a valuable panelist. He's, he doesn't talk, but he smashes, smashes things, and it, and turns clowns into living dolls, and makes monster trees eat boys. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Did that happen in the original one? Yeah. It scared the shit I've out of me. I've seen the remake. No, I watched that when I was uh, Poltergeist. When there's I was, a remake? Uh... Yeah, there was a remake. It's really bad. <clears throat> I kind of figured that most of the, the shit that happened, they just kind of made up because it didn't seem like the sort of thing that would have happened. Yeah. But uh... No, really? Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. it's a messed up movie. No, oh, God. It's, it's terrible. It's really bad. I was I watched it when I was like uh, six or seven, probably six, and I... I I couldn't sleep. It was so scary. I was so scared. <laughs> um, the tree was the scariest part for me. Um, so today we're discussing the 18th episode of ALF uh, called Border Song, uh, which is a uh, very poignant, um, we we'll just call it like an allegory or like a, like a <laughs> I don't know, like a, like a fable. Is it a fable? <laughs> Yeah, it's a fable. It's and, a fable. And the and the the moral is really quite something. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, it aired originally on the sixteenth of February, nineteen eighty-seven. Um, by the way, I have a correction. I think a, f a couple episodes back, I forget which episode, but I said that this is like we were talking about. Um, I think it was the one with Wizard Deaver. I said that was yep. like the um, the Valentine's episode. Um. But then I think there was another episode that fell more closely to Valentine's Day. Um, this Did Alf like 
fall in love with a lady puppet or something. No, but now I'm thinking back. I think I remember in that episode, um, Wheelie did have some Valentine's chocolates hidden in the closet. So I think this correction, this, I'm going to retract this re- retraction and say that that was that was the the Valentine's episode. Um, <laughs> All right. I'll, you know, actually, guys, I'll cut this part out of the episode. We'll come back to the. I'll 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 circle right. back. I'll do some editing. This will be gone. You'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, here's a suggestion. Why not cut the whole thing out? Because <laughs> 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 okay, so Border Song is a gospel ballad originally performed by British musician Elton John. Lyrics credited to Bernie Taupin, although John himself wrote the words to the final verse. Um, music was composed by Elton John. It was originally released the on the 24th of April, 1970. So this was an oldie when even when Alpha came out. So older than me. Yeah, it was older than all of us. Friend. Older than all of us. Not do together. You, do you guys know this song, this Elton John tune? James. No. James, do you know it? I think we lost James. Fuck Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not that upset. Um, Gumba, do you know this song? No. Do you know any songs? I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know what a song is? Uh, uh, James said his PC just blue screened. I think that was a merciful act of God. Yeah. For him. I'll just type um, in NBD. Just uh, call back when you get back on. So, um, Gumba, you don't know any uh, Elton John songs. What about um, um, Crocodile Rock? I, o- I only know the world as it relates to Homestuck. Have you ever seen a crocodile? Mm. What about Rocket Man? Do you know Rocket Man? No. Do you know, have you ever seen a man wearing like thick, crazy glasses play a piano with like maybe some slight male pattern baldness? Is he bald? I'm not sure. Anyway, um, still waiting for James to get back, but I think we can just sort of plow ahead here. I mean, (laughs) he doesn't have anything to say about this episode anyway, right? (laughs) Yeah. So Gumba, anything before we start? Anything new with you? Anything you want to get out? I uh, get off your chest. Not really. Okay. Um, so I'm, this. I'm I'm like I'm like an insect preserved in amber. Ah, interesting. Unchanging, forever like a, frozen in time. Like a like a thorax. Some mandibles. So we that too, yes. The episode this so this episode opens with um, Kate uh, is is making a grocery list and Alf uh, requests that she buy some manu- manure. Um mm. it's actually the first Probably line so. of the episode manure, which is appropriate because you know it is probably it is Alf. probably the worst episode so far and I'm counting the clip show. In that. Uh. Oh, come on. I guess we do get a little bit of story uh, development. We get, we do learn 
um, Willie's pr- true profession. Um, I think I, I, I mentioned that in an earlier podcast. Probably. Probably. Who can remember these things? I do. They're seared into my mind. I do very vividly remember his uh, the first time we, we visited his office, it looked nothing like this. And I think it's pretty clear from that that he worked with computers or something, and he wasn't like a... I mean, I guess, uh, just to jump ahead a little bit, it's, it turns out that Willie is a um, like a social servant, like a civil servant, um, social worker, um, like a caseworker, I guess. And, yeah. um, I mean, to be fair, he does appear to have some authority. He seems to be a middle manager, perhaps. Um, like somebody reports Only to him. Only place he has some authority. Yeah. There, there, and in his in the uh, in the garage after dark. Let's not talk about that. Let's see. Let's see if James is. Do I need to like bring him back in, or is he just can he like call or something? I forget. I never know how this stuff works. I told him to let it, let us call back, so he'll do it. Um. I think it's fitting that the the only time where he uh, mentioned that he actually had a lot to say about the episode, his computer decided to just uh, fuck off. Yeah, it was fun. it's it's a classic irony, perfect irony. Um, but I mean, you know, this is it's probably better since we can keep this more succinct. It's life. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, life show. So Alf is doing... Oh, yeah, this is a live show. We're getting millions of people listening. There's no way to, like, pause this and, like, wait. No, that'd be a huge waste of time. Um, so Alf specifies or clarifies to Kate that he wants to spread the manure on his carrots. And Kate tells him to use butter like everyone else. Now, um, Gumba, do you put butter on carrots... Mm, I don't eat I don't eat carrots. If you did eat a carrot, would you even consider putting some butter on it? Or is oh that... yes. Okay. I put butter on practically on practically everything. But like, would you put would you spread some butter on like a raw carrot, or would you put some like a pat of butter on some 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 melted I carrots? I probably dip it dip it in melted butter. You dip the carrot in like a butter sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing if uh if trying James, to if James is back. I'm not sure if I have to do anything. Pedicabo ego vos it irurumabo. Sorry, that's that's uh I'm trying to add James now and see if this works. Oh, his computer's updating. Okay. Oh. As long as I don't have to do anything, I don't really care. I just feel like I'm I'm supposed to be like the choice of Windows. I mean, it's not that I don't care that James isn't here, but I just like I'm, I don't want to. I don't want you to feel like Gumba that, that like you're not good enough. You know, like this is fine, just like this, without James. Oh, don't oh, oh don't worry about that. <laughs> I I I I already I already feel like that. Yeah. All the time. But I mean, if you as long as that's sort of the ambient. I have feeling that it's not something specifically that I'm doing. It's just sort of the de facto 
neurosis, you know, then it's then that's just that's just the baseline. That's I'm okay with that. Personally, I, I uh, I'd uh, I'd feel more comfortable with James here because then I uh, the focus wouldn't be so much well, on me. It's it's a hundred percent on you, baby. <laughs> it's all it's all on oh. you. Yeah, it's 100% on the stage. You, Gumba. <laughs> hey, Gumbats, you the spotlight's on you, big boy. Do it. Do something cool. I could fart the national anthem. Uh, uh, it's not. This is a, this is a family show. Mm. So, James, you're back. Well, I'm on my ball. You're, oh, you're on. Yeah, you're, is that okay? Does that work? I mean, it works while I'm updating. I think this. you sound just as good as before. Really? PDH, yeah. There's no echo because, like, I'm not on headphones. You, you guys know, are just out loud. Um, I can't hear anything. Probably like All later, right. the audience will hear it and hate it, but I can't hear it now. So I'm always on the phone. Yeah. So nice. Gumba is the example. So you're so you're in good company. So James, com- we were just discussing whether or not um, it's normal to put butter on carrots. Um, I think that's probably an American thing. Well, no, Gumba said that he would dip a, a carrot in a butter sauce if he could, if he had to eat a carrot. Mm. But maybe I that's... Mean, yeah, that's not what Kate's talking about, though. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, I will, I will dip everything in a butter sauce. <laughs> I think she's talking dip about, butter. like, a bowl of, like, boiled or cooked, cooked Hell, carrots. I, would, I, I probably would drink the butter sauce just like that. Yeah, butter nice. shots. That'd be good, like, at a restaurant, like a promotion, like, TGI Fridays, Butter Shooters Fridays, you know, like, come in, get some hot butter. No, no, it's just because my body craves the fat. Well, it's, I mean, it doesn't all have to be all about, all about you, Gumba. I mean, other people like fat, too. That's just your opinion, man. So, Alf explains (laughs) that he's growing crops. Um, He likes, like, so he's, like, he's, like, totally out of character he's like really into growing crops he likes to put his hands in the soil and watch things watch things grow and then there's this really terrible worms. terrible throwaway line leading into the um the credits uh which is that he says he likes eating the bugs yeah was that translated to eating worms in the german yeah huh wonder why they changed that is that like a World War Two thing? Like bugs has like a connotation, some kind of. It's like a Nazi thing. Did a Nazi thing? Gumba. <laughs> did a Nazi thing? I mean, if they use no. that term, um, the 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 metamorphosis, then that had a connotation. Oh yeah, what was the, so? I mean, why don't we get into that? We can explore that a little bit pre-credits here. Actually, let's just can Gumba, that. Any, uh, I've been told. Kafka. That I, yeah, I know. I've, I've read, I've read, I've specifically only read the Metamorphoses. Yeah, well, me too. But I mean, I think that thematically, there's a lot, probably, probably a lot more to get to in this episode at post credit. So let's let's skip the Metamorphoses stuff, jump I... right into. Willie seems to work for the Social Services Department of Los Angeles County. Suddenly, that's where yeah, we are with apparently. it government is in charge of deporting people right well i mean i think that there could be an argument made here where this isn't strictly a deportation it's a it's a deportation of a minor 
or an attempt uh-huh. to reunite a a, 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 a minor with with a, with his family. So maybe maybe this is something yeah. that that department would cover. I don't know. I mean, it's not like they're giving well, a lethal injection, right? <laughs> At least not that they show it on the screen. <laughs> as soon as the credits roll. I mean, they bring I mean, Luis. In hindsight, in hindsight, uh, suddenly uh, Alf being a guest at Donald Trump's uh, marriage. It, seems... it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Build the wall. Alf is the biggest proponent of the, of the wall. Garden wall. Garden wall to keep um, the Akmonics Chihuahua Bob Barker out. To keep them beyond the garden wall. Yeah. James, you are a little bit um, quiet relative to gum, but I don't know if if you can't turn up your volume, you're you're, my, you're probably my, fine. Uh, fine. Away from my mouth. Okay. No big deal. That's an unusual. I don't want to be too close because I'm gonna I'm like clearing my throat a lot, and normally I just mute my microphone, but I can't no, do that on I mean, my mobile. I don't I don't mind the sound of that. That sounds that's pretty good. <laughs> Like a... Is your sickness ca- catching up with you? No, I think it's just because it's the morning. Is it the consumption? Yes. Yeah, it's the consumption. Okay. It's tuberculosis, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry, back to my notes. Where did they go? So, um, Willie is um, helping a young man from Mexico named Luis track down his family. Uh, he's looking for his Luis's father, Fredo, who's a farmer, ostensibly is a farmer in Mexico. Um, and, and so, like, a woman comes in and asks Willie if she's like, she can go home, and he he basically says no. Like, and like suddenly, Alf is a workplace comedy. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of the early seasons of Frasier where I didn't quite know what it wanted to be, and it was sort of like half workplace comedy, you, um, half, um, like... You, you know, you know um, the way you describe this, is, it's like Willie is, uh, is uh, exceeding the authority that he lacks at home at work. Uh, yeah, that's true. Authoritarian deportation of, of uh, defenseless young people. Yeah. But then it turns like, out later, uh, like everyone at work has to suffer for, for his shortcomings at the in his house. Yeah, that's a good observation. I think it's interesting that it it's also revealed that I mean he I mean he he's a he's really clearly like a, a middle manager too. Like his boss comes into play also, which we can get into. There's a, there's some fun facts about that guy. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recognized him. I don't know from where, though. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when we get there. Yeah. Um, yep. So the woman um, that's working with Willie, her name is, what was it? Ms. Wine. Linda? Oh, Ms. Wine. Wine. I think it was Linda, yeah. Linda Wine. <laughs> I don't know if that was a, uh, no. like a pun? And Willie says it like you know, in a very Willie-esque manner. Ms. Wine. Wine. Almost wine. in a whining manner. Wine. <laughs> like that. Exactly like that. So um, we cut back to the the homestead, and Alf has ordered a truck of manure, which Kate says they have to bring it back. But 
she's benefiting from the the produce too so yeah she's subsisting off of yeah. the zucchini yeah there's a lot of zucchini around and it's like they have this throwaway gag where alf claims he didn't plant any zucchini um do we think that he just doesn't know what zucchini is or that this is like some mysterious happenstance well, um, one time when it's I was mowing someone's lawn, <clears throat> I found a, a watermelon growing in the grass. Yep. So, it can happen. That's cool. I feel like um, this took me out of the reality of the show a little bit. It's otherwise pretty well grounded. But then suddenly it's like, well, did he or didn't he? Is it a magic zucchini? I don't know. Hmm. Brian brings in some shriveled I think, turds. I think it uh, wasn't it meant to be a, a different different uh, uh, kind of vegetable that just doesn't grow right because he didn't uh, fertilize? No, that, that was, was the carrots. The, that was the corn. Was... I mean, yeah, corn. Well, it was turned out to be like... I think I think they they were supposed... They looked like potatoes, and somebody was like, those are eggplant, and, was like, no, and then and Alpha was like, no, that's corn. Um, we all had a good laugh. Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, another one of those like there's just like lots of weird like just dumb jokes like that in this episode. It's just like Alf is a hundred percent just like throwaway garden jokes. Well, I laughed a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> takes takes all kinds to make a village, right, Gumba? Takes all takes all kinds to make a world. Um, Willie calls and says he's going to be late. <laughs> And there's a really funny interaction between Alf and Willie here where Alf is just sort of a dick for no reason and hangs up on Willie. Um, after that, like, he doesn't bother to get any further information. And this irritates Kate. Um, and then Willie calls back. So this is all kind of just pads out the, the scene a little bit. There's no good reason for it, any of it to happen. Um, I, I guess don't know. It's, hey, it's, uh, it's natural dialogue. What? I'm back natural on the computer. Dialogue. Oh, you're back on the computer. That's good. <laughs> Can you do like a computer thing now just to prove? Beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah, that sounds legit to me. Nice. Um, on. I've got my notes back up, so oh, I'll cool. be able to remember stuff. Have we glossed over anything? Um, from no, because I. I I skipped most of it, didn't I? Yeah. I can hear myself echoing now that you're on your computer, ironically. No, but I'm on headphones. I don't maybe it's Gumba. I, I can hear I can hear him I can hear him uh, echoing too. Do you have it on the phone too? Is it... Well, I thought I turned the phone off. Maybe. I don't hear it anymore. Okay. Yeah, the, the phone's off. This is uh Maybe it was the poltergeist. Yeah. It probably was that guy. What is the poltergeist name, you think? Um, Paul? Uh, Peeves? Peeves? That's too Potter. No? Mm -hmm. Peeves. Um, Paul, I think. It's pretty, pretty good, right? Paul. Paul? Yeah. Paul Tergeist. Is it, is, is it Paul from Twitter? Paul. Yeah. Asks the question. Yeah, Paul. Paul, Paul at, Anderson. At home? That's right. That is his handle. Well, welcome to the show, buddy. I thought yeah. you were a human, not a spirit, but it's good to have you anyway. Maybe it's uh, his ghost from the future. He's also a very good voice actor. Yeah? Really? 
does some like uh some voice work and yeah, yeah. he, alleg- he allegedly sang a song uh, on a recent album but um i listened to that album i, I did not hear him that's uh um... he also did work for let's read homestuck well or the youtube thing i don't get yeah. those why don't you just read it yourself i guess it's like a radio drama i guess Hmm. Sounds a little cringy. <laughs> um, so Alf, uh, I'll give him the source material. Willie is uh, okay. So we're back to so Bob Barker is a Chihuahua that belongs to the Akmonics that we've never seen before or after. Gumba, do you know? Do you know if this uh, this Akmonics ch- Chihuahua is canon? I uh, don't think he. Appears again. Okay, that'd be so expensive to get a trained chihuahua on. Yeah, but it's it seems like kind of like a like a cheap a cheap way to. Just funny because they're so small. Well, I mean, come on, what is that really going to add to the show that the neighbors have a chihuahua? Yeah, I mean, like you know, you can you can make easy you know throwaway gags about uh, an invisible chihuahua that never shows up on screen. But yeah, it'd actually get like a trained dog that would actually require effort, you know. Yeah. And and would the payoff be worth it? But Alf made like a fun like no chihuahuas sign too, mm-hmm. which was a probably. I wonder if that prop is still out there somewhere. If anybody has it, <laughs> I would pay Joke good money was, for that. Uh, Bob Barker wasn't uh, the the Wheel of Fortune guy. No, he was Price is Right. Price is Right. He yeah, was, but he had that thing with. Neutering your dogs. Yeah, he was well known for oh, yeah. uh, always spay and neuter your dogs. It was probably a little, little shout out. To I that. guess that was the joke. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, Maybe. Mean, I don't think they taught mentioned anything about neutering the chihuahua. I think the joke is probably that that he's he's a barker. He barks. Yeah, that's just, that's the extent oh. of the humor. So it's yeah, it's like a, a level one joke instead of level two. Yeah, the level of abstraction required to. <laughs> So like, Actually, that, it's like a that it's like a joke fun. about shapes, like the sh- the square yeah. has four sides. That's that's the <laughs> the whole joke. So Willie um is ex- trying to explain to Kate that he's going to be late because he's taking a Mexican boy to catch a bus. Um, mm-hmm. Alf stays on the line because he wants to hear th- the joke about the boy with no family. Did you guys think that was a funny mm-hmm. line? That was hilarious. That was very no, dark. no, that wasn't funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Alf was Alf was just being a nuisance. Yeah, no, I mean, it was generally he was being a nuisance. I just thought that was a funny, uh, a funny line, like well, well written, very dark, sure. very dark humor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it could imply that maybe Willie isn't as caring as he uh, uh, makes makes himself out to be. Mm. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so the next in the next scene we get a full body elf Wait, on the couch. Before you before you go to the next scene, okay. I, I don't know if you noticed. Um, w- while we're in the office, it's mm-hmm. nighttime, right? Because like his secretary's saying, uh, you know, the traffic's bad at this time of night, yep. etc. But the there's light coming in through the window, and it's daylight. Well, it could be, James, that it is summertime. Could be like. Yeah, summertime, and it's like Although, or whatever. I'm pretty sure this, I mean, it was, it aired in February. 
So I, I guess it's supposed to be taking place in February, mm-hmm. so that it would it would be dark out. But if it were in the summertime, she she was only saying that she wanted to go home before the traffic got really bad. I think. Right. So it could be that it could still be light out. Like All it right. could still be light out at like eight if it was I'll in the buy summer, that. you know. Yeah. So um Alpha makes mention of the three point shot ruining basketball. Um do you guys know that like the three sh- three point shot um was it's like, when you like so new? But it's like it seems isn't, like an odd comment isn't to that, me. Isn't that uh, in basketball after the second inning? Uh that's no, I don't no, think it's so. A, it's a distance from the hoop thing. Did you know that uh, Australians can't play basketball? Not just like are physically like incapable, it's, or <clears throat> it's like a cultural skill that we don't have. Like Americans, you know, like you, you'll be able to like you know net most hoops, whatever. Yeah, you know, you you can just kind of go out and do it. We can't, we can't do it. It's not a skill we have. Yeah, I'm, I've always been we, really bad we're good at, at football. It. I think um yeah see you got like individual skill levels but like when you average it out you know the average american is probably like okay just like throwing that ball and getting it in the net yeah and it's just one of those things where like you just have to have a lot of access to hoops and basketballs which if you don't play basketball well, culturally then you I have could a, probably learn around right i have a hoop in my i have a hoop in my front yard so you've so zero excuse it's you know it's just like genetic, difference. it's a genetic difference. Yes, it's one hundred percent genetic. It's a genetic inferiority. So the three-point <laughs> um, shot, the sports international governing body FIBA introduced the three-point line in nineteen eighty-four, at a distance of six point two five meters. So I guess that's like it was still pretty recent. Um, that uh, that the three-point line was even a thing as of 1987. Is that, yeah. is that before or after the quarterback makes the touchdown? It's, uh, it's, it's like when you get the puck stuck in your in your, your mouth and you need to go to the emergency room. Ouch. <laughs> oh. um, I, think I, I think I stick to lacrosse. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good good sport for you I have some lacrosse sticks are you good at acrostics um, well I mean Rhymes. it's not a very difficult skill is it yeah I guess so so it's light out even though it's dark it should be dark but it's still light out and it turns out that Willie uh, well whoa, 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 wait 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 do you want to bury the lead here Alf seems to be getting drunk on beer, yeah. which is like, whoa. Do you think this? Do you think this joke was improvised? Because it seemed like it doesn't really fit into the scene, so it feels yeah. like maybe they just kind of came up with it. Yeah, there were no right lines there. about it. Like we have an intoxicated alien on our couch, Willie. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Cut your balls speaking off, of, Willie. Speaking of that delivery, did anyone else think that everyone was just a little bit hammier than usual? Yeah, this the one. whole episode was all just like really jokey, like, yeah. hammy, yuck, yuck, yuck. 
Um, well, like ABK. ABK. non joke lines were delivered very hammily. Like you know, like Willie's like, "Oh, Kate, I'm gonna be late home yeah. this evening." You know, and Kate was like, "Ow, all this manure." Like mm-hmm. you know, no one's like do- giving a, a naturalistic performance. You yeah. know, with with verisimilitude. Yeah, maybe no, they all were a bit drunk. No, I think maybe. it was just a a, a poorly um, written, acted, directed produced episode of a bad tv show or maybe they, they or maybe they just had fun for a change no that's absolutely there's no way in hell that happened no way um so um kate has apparently been betting on basketball with alf that was a strange mm-hmm. moment very out of character she has a gambling addiction yeah like marge simpson <laughs> yeah maybe that's where they they got it and the Simpsons they were like watching old episodes of Alf but Maybe. uh so Willie brings no, the no, uh, no, 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 no it wouldn't be from that because this is one throwaway line that's never mentioned again yeah no I mean I, I wasn't serious at all so of course <laughs> of course it wasn't that but I think it's like there's only so many directions you can take the housewife character you know that's, I think I it's guess. part of why women stop becoming housewives as much as it's like there's just not much to do you know there's how much to develop your character into. Ugh. Um, Wheelie brings Louise home, and the audience like gasps. Was that a little strange? Like, <gasps> it was so here. unexpected when he did that. <laughs> it's like, well, like it was the gasp because it's a Mexican inside. Like what? <laughs> what was the nature of the gasp? It's like. I think the nature of the gasp was um, the editors pressed the gasp button on the candle after machine. Yeah, so okay, but what was the intention behind that gasp? Um, It was like, this is yet another alien in the house. To add tension. Yeah. (laughs) Another alien. Alien meets alien. Yeah, I I think that's probably like where they... Alien versus predator? how they conceptualized this episode, like just playing off of the, I mean, they never called, um, Luis an alien, but, um, no, but I feel like that's, that's like in the writer's room where like, where they go, what if it's like, you know, we play off of like illegal alien versus like regular alien. (laughs) Did you have any, anything, anything written down in your, um, in your notes, James, about sort of like the, uh, then again, soci- uh, sociological, some of the stuff Alf um, did was pretty illegal too. Well, yeah, Alf is the most illegal alien. Um, I have a little uh, written on actually uh, on Louis, that comes up in a later not, episode it, as well. It comes in later. Okay, so let's uh, let's 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 hold off on that. Yeah, um, put a pin on that. Alf is drunk. Louise tries to run away, but he's imprisoned in the Tanner's yard. Alf attacks him with a hoe. Um, so Luis, I thought, sounded like um, his Spanish didn't sound very good. Now, I don't See, speak Spanish, yeah. but it's... Uh, I speak Spanish. <laughs> I could, I, even I could I tell. That, that ain't no Mexican accent. I think that that <laughs> that's, guy's that's got that's a straight up... Spanish in high school. Yeah, that's a straight Actually, up American Actually, I think, um, you know... Um, the German voice actor for Louis. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they they also uh, they redubbed the the, the um, Mexican. You know. Uh, 
when he talked when, when he talked in Mexican, it's it sounded uh, how do you put it um, more uh, accurate. Accurate. How, accurate you... uh, or or uh, believable. What or, do you, are you, okay. So you watched you watch both versions. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, might it be... My life is hell. <laughs> Um, probably the the Spanish voice that they got for the German one would have been like a guy from Spain. No, no, or, no, 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 no. Or just a European it, it that was, speaks Spanish. It was the voice actor. Oh, it was, it was the, same, the guy. same voice actor. Right. Yeah, he was probably speaking Spanish, Spanish then. There which, is. In which case, it would be less noticeable to us English speakers, but a Mexican would listen to it and go, "This isn't right." There was a uh, a British uh, sitcom called uh, Faulty Towers. With, um, mm-hmm. I'm familiar with uh, John Cleese, um, and there was a character uh, from Barcelona who was like a really offensive sort of Manuel, quote unquote, uh, Dago stereotype, <laughs> stereotype uh, Manuel. Yeah, and I think he uh, he was clearly a British guy. He didn't didn't sound Spanish at all. But like in the apparently in uh, in Spain they dubbed it and they said instead of he's from Barcelona, he's, he's from he's from Mexico. Oh, he's from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Spaniard is to Englishmen as Mexican is to Spaniard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And apparently, Alf speaks Spanish too. Well, I mean, like, he, I mean, it's It's a lot like French. It sort of goes into our theory um, that he has some kind of universal language translation doohickey or something, because, like, well, it doesn't make that much more that he sense. Would, he would speak like a few words with a strong American accent. Then yeah, he has a universal translator. That's true. I think he just knows restaurant Spanish. Yeah. So it's it's like even more bullshit that like the Melmacians happen to speak English, and um, just even more proof that it's just a really badly written, conceived television program. <laughs> um, so let's see. Luis, Alf mistakes. television program? Yeah. Irish the Luis shows Alf how to be a farmer, um, which is something that all Mexicans magically know. That's what I wrote. Now, I think... Well, his dad's a farmer. True, true. But it does seem that that's it's still, convenient that he fits that stereotype. Yeah. Right? And apparently right now... I think it's it's... It's far more convenient that I started gardening uh, the moment uh, Willie brought someone with a background in farming yeah. home. Yeah, no, it's all very cute. Fits together very nicely, and they have they have a Chihuahua next door, which never appears again, and that's a region in Mexico or a city. Correct. Yeah. You saying the Illuminati has some hand in this episode? <laughs> I'm not saying it, but I'm not not saying it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like wink, wink, like the winking eye on top of the pyramid. Yikes! Mm-hmm. How do you wink with only one eye? With one eye. <laughs> well, it's, it's I mean, the same as a blink. Just a blink. Well, I mean, you could say that. How do you blink with only one eye? Isn't that just a wink? Could say that too. Right? I mean, how do you know the difference? I think you're just being two eye, two eye centric. Like if you kind of lean in and raise your eyebrows a little bit and kind of make a sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the pyramid head. Ding. 
giant one-eyed creature kind of goes ding the wink hermit hat didn't have any eyes we're not talking about the uh the, the <laughs> um silent hill thing doesn't have to be that that's not the only pyramid head hey doesn't... it kind of is <laughs> no we have it on our, on our, on our money wasn't here, this head guys. like actually a like a tetrahedron or something? Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a pyramid at all. It's a tetrahedron. It's full on tetrahedron. So we're back at work the next day. Um, Mrs. Wine. I just wanted to observe that her hair was very eighties, very frizzy, yeah. bleach blonde, uh, perm. Uh, so Willie's boss comes in, and he's played by a veteran character actor, Earl Bowen who played criminal psychologist Dr. Peter Silberman in Terminator, the Terminator series. Oh, that's where I know him from. Terminator is one, two, alive? and three. He was he, the guy that Linda Hamilton beat up. Yeah, he is still alive. <coughs> he um, he retired from acting in 2003, but he still does um, voice work. Was he in Terminator 3? Did he come back? Yeah, he was in Terminator 3. I don't think he's been in I've any I've never since. seen Terminator 3. He wasn't. He wasn't in uh, Terminator um, Genesis. Genesis or Terminator uh, Salvation. Well, Salvation. Salvation. Yeah. What for him? <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, he's actually has the distinction of being in the most Terminator movies, other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Well, he's in two. Isn't Kyle Reese in two of them? Uh, Kyle Reese is, is only, the in, the original only guy. in one, I think. No, in the in the extended version of uh, the second one, he mm. pops up in a flashback. I feel like that. I mean, it's a cameo, but I feel like that's not canon. I've never it seen is it. It's canon. If I haven't seen it, it's not canon. <laughs> anyway, that's that puts him squarely in two, and the psychiatrist has been in three. So he was in the first yeah, one, the second what? one, and the third one. Oh, was he like at the end of the? First, I've only seen the first one once. No, he was in the. He was like one of the main like guys, like involved in tracking the Terminator or something on the first one. Well, that can't be right because he uh, doesn't com- believe her about the robot. Yeah, but he knows. He knows about the ro- He knows about the killer. He just doesn't know that it's a robot from the future. Mm-hmm. You'd have to rewatch that one. Problem is, it's just not nearly as good as the second. Not one. very good. It's mm. like it's it's kind of sleazy too. It makes me feel dirty to watch it. Yeah, th- there is some boobies in it. <laughs> I just like, like all those boobs just make me really really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's. I mean, is it plot relevant? I don't really think it was. Yeah. Um, Willie. Second one's really good though. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's it was the high watermark. Like one of the best ever made. Yes, yeah, there's, anyway. uh, there's not no no coming back from that one. Mm-hmm. The franchise was doomed. Yeah. Now, Our I mean, franchise. I mean, that was doomed from the moment um, the uh, the um, Paul Fusco sperm met the Paul Fusco egg. <laughs> so Willie, um, I don't, is... I don't, I. I don't think that that uh, human procreation works that way, Barry. I don't think you you know what you're talking about. That's how it, that's well, how it works. There was I'm just all I'm saying is that there was a sperm that would make Paul Fusco, and there was an egg that would yeah. make Paul Fusco. That specific combination. Yeah, but, but, 
led to Paul Fusco. I wasn't saying that the sperm itself had the Paul Fusco's identity in it. <laughs> that's your insane inference. Actually, that's what, exactly what you said. And it's not. I I just was labeling. <laughs> I was labeling the sperm and the egg. You you took it in a direction that I didn't intend it to go in. This is your this is your mistake. Well, that's life. This is your mistake. Life always that's finds life. a way. So Willie's gonna be fired because <laughs> the boss, the Terminator Two psychiatrist boss, is like really sketched out mm-hmm. about. Luis not getting on the bus. Um, so that then yeah. Ms. Wine hooks Willie up with a contact she has in Mexico. Mm-hmm. An old boyfriend who um, is like really like a big deal in Mexico, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably he's, a drug. He's El Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> so Ms. Wine is dating El Chapo. She's dating El Chapo. And <laughs> Willie calls El Chapo, and and you know, in exchange for some some turf rights in Southern California, gets the information he needs. Um, you should um, you should make the photo for this episode. Uh, that photo of um, El Chapo shaking hands with um, uh, uh, what's his name, the uh, the actor. Oh, Sean Penn. Except put Willie's head on it. Yeah, yeah Sean Penn. Except put Willie's head on Sean Penn. Should I like surround it with some of those like horrible images of like dismembered drug crime violence? It un- it could only help, couldn't it? I guess that's like mostly like the Zetas, right? But I think that El Chapo did he run the Zetas? the other. Oh, I don't know anything about what he ran. Podcast title cards. Uh, sorry, Gumbo. What did, what podcast title cards? It won't be uh, it, it won't be too much different from all the other Alf podcast right, title yeah, cards. Similarly- Similarly uh, violent, right? Yeah, awesome. like just like like just hanging bodies and blood and and like mm-hmm. chainsaw injuries. Um, That's how I always remember Alf. Yeah, I used to do it like. Not, um, it might not be. Yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. It might not be sending the right message uh, with regards to uh, you know stereotypes of of Mexicans. Yeah, I probably won't do the El Chapo thing, but um, <laughs> mostly just because like it would be. It would be a lot, a lot more work, work than than would work. be uh-huh. the justified for the payoff. Um, I mean, nobody listens to this anyway. Yeah. So. Plus, no, it would be racist we too. Would, like, we all we would be part of the problem. Be like, anyone. Mexicans, oh, yeah, must be drug be, kingpins. Must be drug kingpins. We must, yeah, we want to be part of the solution. Yeah, which is that like Mexicans. Build bridges don't. Um, are, they're just people, man. Get it? Yeah, well, some of them are Chihuahuas. <laughs> That is one of the most racist things I've ever heard. It's despicable. Despicable. So, um, Brian is... Wait, no, so Mrs. Ms. Wine... Um, Willie calls Ms. Wine's old boyfriend in Mexico, and she wants mm-hmm. Willie to get her albums back, which is like a very kind of 80s thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it would be might get my CDs back in the 90s and then into the 2000s. And then get it would my be Spotify like account back. get my yeah get my get my my iPod back, which that would never my, happen. My HBO Go password. <laughs> That's the thing that exes do now, isn't it? They steal each other's streaming passwords. It'd be so easy just to change a password and though. watch a bunch of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. No, I you know actually I I take that back. I, there's so many, we've got so many passwords in our lives now. It's it's, it's it would be like a three day project just to change 
all of them. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah, big headache. Um, so we get another scene back at the Tanner, Casa de Tanner, the Spanish house of Tanner. Huh. <laughs> and Brian is wearing a shirt that says Brian on it. Yeah, this, I noticed that. <laughs> this, have, this has happened before? Um, I don't think so. Not that I've seen. <laughs> is this, uh, was it like, is that like a sports thing? Like, It's it's so he doesn't forget. <laughs> like I've seen it on, on jerseys, I mean, he, but not like he, in... He doesn't have ma- much screen time anyway, so... Yeah. yeah. Maybe like they wanted to sell like Brian swag from this episode. There's gonna be like no. I think uh, no. I think uh, because he doesn't have that much screen time, you know, yeah. as a as a visual aid. Yeah, I guess I guess your bullshit theory is better than mine. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, in this game, in this in this game, in this one, his uh, name is like name dropped by Willie, so there would be less reason to to remind people of his name yeah. in this one. They Often they just call him Bry. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So also Alf is wearing overalls, which I guess is pretty cute. With with Alf stitched onto the pocket. Yeah, probably. Alf gosh, Alf gosh, bagosh. <laughs> um, so it turns out that Luis... Uh, Willie gets the info on Luis from the uh, from El Chapo. Mm-hmm. El Chapo. It turns out that uh, Luis's father works in a carpet factory mm-hmm. um, in a neighborhood that I forgot to write down. Did you did you write that down, James, by chance? I didn't. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> like everybody knows, like every neighborhood in Southern California. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that means any that means something like, to me. Whenever I. Whenever I think of an American neighborhood, I just think Queens. Yeah. So it's probably Queens. Burbank. What about Burbank? Uh, yeah, that's in California. Yeah. Um, so Alf um, says, how do you say confab in Spanish? Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> and and then, then he pauses and says, confab. confab. Is that true? Can we verify that? No. <clears throat> it's just because there's no uh, direct... Right. Right. Sort of like those Japanese words that are actually just like the English word with like you attached. Because confab is like 80s business jargon. Yeah, and it's already a short- shortening of confabulation. Yeah. Which means to tell a story. I actually was thinking when I was... Um, when I was uh, thinking of... Um, titles for my um, other podcast, the, uh-huh. the Biro Program, which actually yeah. you, you actually ultimately did come up with a, a better name that for. <laughs> I think I think something about like Byron Biro Confab or something. I, I, I floated that. <laughs> I floated that. <laughs> Didn't really stick. Confab yeah, Biro. It, it ain't got the, the alliterative appeal. Confab Birobulation. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like something I'd like to listen to. Yeah. That doesn't turn me off right away. That doesn't put me off. Unlike this Alf podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Not to put too fine a point on it. <laughs> Alf talks Luis into going home. Not home to Mexico, but Alf, uh, Luis apparently wants to go back to Mexico, and everyone's like, why yeah. would you want to go back to that shithole? <laughs> well, I don't think they, they use quite those words. No, that was a direct quote. That was what Kate said in the episode. They oh. had to beep it, but she said, why would you want to go to the beep hole? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. It didn't happen. Um, but yeah, like there's like mystified that a uh, young young man would want to go back to his his friends in the place that he was <laughs> born in. Um, because he was clearly born in Mexico, as we can tell from his authentic accent. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like he was like straight up, just speaking in an American accent at first, and then he had a little bit of a yeah. a little of a fake pigeon happening but i think it was uh i think he was just a, he's just an american dude um yeah really there probably weren't all that many uh you know um mexican actors working because <laughs> his name isn't mexican so i don't know if he actually even is mexican like uh, he might have like a mexican mother or something i mean it's like it's like southern california is like almost half mexican i know time. but we're talking, um, you know, uh, like the television industry. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I don't that's know about like that. I think I'm pretty subject. sure, like, uh, the Mexico had a has had a pretty, pretty uh, vibrant telecommunications industry for uh, like 50, yeah, 50 years. They have their own one, right? But um, you, you, they so probably wouldn't the 80s, import you know, it's the Reagan years. Like, yeah, um, probably the amount of people that have the right, uh, you know, working conditions for the production would be a very small pool yeah that's true and like so for instance this boy who was born in the united states he would, yeah he would to, have he, no uh, trouble probably, i mean no, no trouble he probably still had a little bit of trouble <laughs> um so Luis's father works in a carpet factory uh we already covered that um yep. so willie asks Luis to take some zucchini before he goes Again, I think the zucchini thing is just ruined by the fact that it's like they keep reiterating that Alf doesn't even know where it came from. So it's like, okay, it's funny because Alf is a pest and grew too much zucchini, but also Alf claims mm-hmm. not to have grown it and it just came kind of magic magicked itself into existence. That's <laughs> bad writing. I think that's bad writing. Strongly feel that way. Alf um, in the next scene is playing Space Invaders on a, a, what appears to be an Atari, mm-hmm. probably a twenty six hundred. Doing, doing the classic uh, TV routine of pretending to play the video game. Yeah, the funny thing about that is um, the Atari video game sound effects survived as like generic video game sound effects for like twenty years after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd, you'd have like a kid playing like a, a Game Boy DS in a movie, and it'd be like, "Is that enough? Should I keep going?" Oh, don't, that, don't make that sound. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Gumbo. Listen to this one. <laughs> That, that, yeah, that is still Space Invaders, isn't it? I used to listen to that kind of sound. When I was a kid when I wanted to sleep. It's a uh, that one was really? that one was Centipede actually Centipede. 
Oh, okay. Bop, 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 bop. So I was going to say, I was kind of getting a little bit of a Pac-Man vibe, but that's I might have had a little Pac-Man mix, but I don't know. It's sort of like my, my standard um, accent imitation sort of slips into Pakistani, you know? <laughs> you mean like Pac-Man Stanny. Yeah, Pac-Man Pac this is, by the way, this is not an anti-Pakistani joke. Please do not take offense to anybody. Like, where would it, where would it even be? What would I mean? Like, I'm just saying, people sound different. And it's if fine. you do, do please direct all jokes. complaints to Baron Hussey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the complaint should go to uh, one of you guys. You guys can decide yeah, amongst yourselves. Yeah, the buck stops here, Byron. Yeah. Um. See, as your employees, you are responsible uh, for for all of our conduct. Yeah, but I don't pay you anything. So. And you'll notice neither of yes, our Twitter bios say you. that neither of our Twitter bios say that our opinions are our own. So that means that legally, um, both Gumbo and my opinions belong to you. Okay, that's cool. So if, if we say anything racist, then that's on you, buddy. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I feel like you guys are pretty clean cut, pretty uh, open minded, liberal. Well, I don't know. I don't know about me. Right. I'm German. It's true. <laughs> I know it's like the the far right movements are starting starting to take hold in uh, in Europe throughout Europe again too. Like, um, so I, I, I do, that is a red flag for me, Gamba. I, I must say, I must say. Mm. Alf is um, switching from farming to worm farming. That's the big funny joke at the end. Kate finds a bunch of worms somewhere. Gumba, is it possible that these are the worms you were thinking of when you said that he ate worms earlier? Probably. Yeah, I think I think you got that wrong. No offense, buddy, but I mean, you screwed that up. He definitely was eating bugs in the first scene, and then now he's moved on to farming for worms. So we got that straightened out. Or maybe nice. it's a running gag? No, because he... I mean, I wrote you, down bugs you uncultured brute no I think that it was <laughs> bugs and you by the way you said you watched the English language version too so mm, red 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 caught you red handed smoking gun and I, my final bullet of my notes is probably one of the worst episodes yet one of the worst yet huh <laughs> well the the not you say that every episode yeah you know I, I think is James I, like I mean I feel there was some. There was definitely some problematic racial depiction in this, but it was almost so bland as not even to be all that racist. Like there wasn't even enough, really enough going on in it to be like. There was no like sub. There was no story. There was. It was just sort of like there's a kid. Well, so we we were saying before about the allegory. Yeah. You know the the fable. the, uh, the fable with the moral. Can you think of what the moral would be for this story? Because because I got an idea. Okay, well I don't I can't I don't have an idea. So rather than uh, fabricate one right now, I why don't <laughs> we just why don't game. we just hear yours? Um, well, so um, Louis being the Mexican character is the stand-in for all Mexicans. Mm -hmm. And uh, what does Louis want to do? He wants to go back to Mexico. He doesn't right. want to stay in the United States. Yeah. So. Perhaps this, you know, this '80s television program is is telling us that really, all the all the people who are here, they really just want to go home, yes. and we should help. Yes, but is not the stronger message that give America give America a chance 
because your father works in a carpet factory. Does he end up staying? Yeah, I guess for so. sure. Because yeah. like he's an American citizen, I think is the implication. Either that, right. or he's on like a you know a work visa or something. Long but like visa. But like he's legit. He's in in the United States legally, and he wants to leave. So I guess you could put. You could cast that could, as, yeah. as wishful thinking on one part where it's like, they don't want to be here. We should just yeah, do them a favor and send them home. He doesn't belong here. See, his father is, um, you know, is forcing him to be here, but really he wants to be in Mexico. But in some ways, doesn't didn't it end up really being an inversion of that trope where it turned out to just be about a kid who was, who was coping with a new set of circumstances and just being a kid? Like, is it really that different... Well, moving yeah. From United States to Mexico, as it is from moving from like you know, Mi- Minneapolis to like Saint Paul. Probably a little Aren't different. Are they the same state? Yeah. Well, I think they're sister cities. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they both in Minnesota? Yeah, I think they're right next door. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to switch schools. Pretty sure you have to switch schools. It's. I mean, it's yes. probably pretty different. But like, not that different. Like he's because like plus there's like a lot of Mexicans in, in Southern California too, so it's not like he's just completely surrounded by by gringos, right? Until right. until the, until he's abducted by the Tanners, of course. <laughs> we didn't touch on the fact also that he was sort of like um, like lasciviously attracted to Lynn. Was that presented as <laughs> yeah as like insidious? That's probably because. It's literally mentioned like twice, and yeah. it's not. It's not a a, a thread any further than but that. But I mean, like, I I was that was am I just imposing some like that 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 was like he was perving on her because he's like a race. Is that was, or is that, was that the real implication of the episode? I mean, <laughs> a more charitable interpretation would probably have been that it's just because he's a teenage boy. But I, I that that's what I keep coming back to is I feel like that's ultimately what they were trying to do in that episode. In spite just of trying what, to show that this, in spite of the differences, this teenage boy is still just a teenage boy. A lot of yeah, like a lot of the differences were were merely perceived, and were were uh-huh. in fact incorrect. And and this was a scenario so, of somebody adjusting to a move, mm-hmm. which anybody can relate to, and um, you know, not not having that different of a culture, because uh, so, you know. So then I guess we can conclude that the true racism uh, lies within me. Within specifically James, yes. So what you're trying to tell us is that it was a well-meant but misguided effort to humanize the foreign hordes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's correct. That's that's a good summary. It's um, good. That could be the tagline for the yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Well... I know. I already forget how it went. So, could somebody type it out for me in the uh, the chat? It saves me from having to <laughs> well, write the uh, well-meaning but misguided attempt to humanize the yeah. foreign hordes. Yes, perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that you know that does it. We actually got to the end of the episode. I mean, if we're we made pretty good time too. I think we started recording. Um, let's see. An hour ago. An hour ago, but I think we really formally started the episode like less than an hour ago, so I think we'll be like a I've little got, bit under. I've got 40 minutes on my call, yeah. but of course, it's the first 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I think we only had like 10 minutes before you came in, so I think we're, we're good to go. 
keep keeping it mm-hmm. at, a, at a brisk hour. This is great that we're discussing the the pacing of the podcast in the podcast itself. No, I mean I think it is because I think it's worth meta level. I I got, actually got a cr- critique from um, from Katya the other day. Yeah. Uh, about how she thought we we I should do a better job, um, kind of pacing the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this Which, specific... They they have to be shorter. Well, this isn't specifically in reaction to I think an episode where we spent probably about forty, minute, minutes, 40 minutes on the pre pre-credits sequence right i forget which episode yeah. it was but um i, I feel like i, I think I, it was the um the one with dorothy e- who's gone now i'm pleased to say yeah that's right she's she'll gone return. yeah it's, it's over she'll return yeah she will return but unfortunately too. sadly not um she was what? a wizard wizard evil will return also oh goody. were you there for that episode the wizard evil I was, yeah. That that was the one. Uh, Alf uh, learns to travel through boxes. Speaking of, of Katya, actually, yeah. she said that she was going to do some Wizard Deaver fan art for that episode, and then it, that never materialized. So I just wanted to put that in here too, just to see hmm. if that maybe that on the record. Yeah, because I still want it. I oh, still sure, want that. Oh sure, go on and pressure. It's not pressure. pressure. It's just it's just um, what do you like passive aggressive. It's a call out post. <laughs> yeah, but she's probably You're being she's probably pleased much abusing your your uh, position of power. I think she's probably pleased to be mentioned though. It's like a flattering thing to be mentioned in mm. recording. Yeah. Not on this podcast. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's a sick burn. Sickest of burns. Okay guys, well um do either of you have any uh, closing thoughts on the uh border song episode 18 yes. at all? I do. Okay. This is my first time seeing the title sequence in the context of an oh, episode. Oh, that's right, because I sent you so the I, episode. I feel like I've seen it, um, uh, like, in isolation, like maybe on TV or something, or on YouTube. Like, I don't know. I, like, I feel like I've seen him, like, rub the camera mm-hmm. um, with the little fog trick. Yeah. But um, this would be my first time seeing it in the context of a full episode. Yeah. Um. So I now get what's up with the with the theme song to the podcast. That's good, yeah. That's a theme I'd, thing. I'd figured that it was just like you know it was something, to, but I I couldn't I didn't know what it was. It's 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 a jazz cover, right? Yeah. Well, the the theme that I'm using for the podcast is actually the uh, the, the end credit sequence. Oh, okay. Which sure. is a very right. is sort of a, a different take on the same uh, the same theme. Mm-hmm same leitmotif yeah uh so um it is it it's always the same like he's always going after kate in the shower uh no there's a there's a there's a they make a, a different um a different one for i think the the set the, uh, the second or third season. season yeah okay it's like after the first season i think they start they go to one where it's like they're all like surrounded in a vcr and watching home videos which is like just clips from yeah. Alf. That's a perfect. They're pretty yeah. much watching previous <laughs> just watching Alf. sequence. Yeah. It's like it's very meta. Each, uh, yeah. yeah, each 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 title sequence its own. While while uh, act while um uh, what's the word uh, acting very badly, acting out laughing very badly. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a scene where Kate looks at herself. 
and laughs, but it's actually she's watching the scene she's laughing at, and that just loops infinitely, and you have to watch it forever. Nice. Yeah. So very... I can I can see like a couple of the other tricks that they used in the thing. Like I can see them like the puppet wipes the camera, mm-hmm. and then he goes off, and then Michu walks back. So it's a little trick to, yeah. to make you think that the puppet can walk, there's and al- that Michu can move his mouth. There's also an interesting. Um, little trick they use at the beginning where it's like a start field of stars and it turns out to be like the lens cap. Yeah. They employed a very similar trick in the first trailer for um, Star Wars Episode 7 um, Return of the Star Wars. They did? Yeah. Look at that. Look back. All right. I'll, I'll look back at that one. <laughs> look at that I, one. <laughs> I think they got it from Alf. Probably. Did I get the name of that uh, that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I listened right. to another podcast yesterday I mean, where they called um, another uh, I mean, Alf, piece of Star Wars media Alf by is, the name of that film. Alf is pretty that, much a, a, a miniature Wookiee. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, he's like an Ewok. More, more like an Ewok than Wookiee, I think. You wouldn't want to encounter him in a cave on Hoth. Yeah, I would. Face off. Get his All right, Byron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gumba, do you have any closing thoughts? Brief, briefly, very brief. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Me too. Me too, pal. Aren't we all? Okay, guys. Well, I, I appreciate you both uh, showing up for the podcast. It's been a it's been a good mm-hmm. one. I think nice, uh, straight to the point. Let's get this. You know, let's just knock this one out of the park like it's nothing. Like we're professionals. I think we did that. Mm. Proved it. Prove, prove the haters no. wrong. Oh God! Yeah, sort of like a surgeon, but like better. Yeah, like Ben Carson. Yeah, a surgeon. Yeah. After a, a night of heavy drinking. Yeah, like Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, good. Well, uh, you can follow me at at Byrobot on Twitter. You can follow mm-hmm. James at at Sheevesy. S H E A V S E Y. Bingo. At Gumba Master is Gumba. That's at Gumba Master. It's like Gumba but with an A and then Master but with an A. And that's it. Yeah. That's Alf. And you can follow Alf at Alf. <laughs> Twitter official the real Alf Melmac at Twitter. <laughs> Is that a real thing, or did you just make that up? No, that's real. Try it. Type all that in. That's real. It's real. All of it. All right, guys. He well, tweets real good. No, it's a good. It's some of the best tweets I've seen. Really, fire Twitter game. Better than um, better than uh, Drake, I think. Wow. Yeah. Better than Drake tweet. Which Drake? Uh, I think Drake tweets. Maybe he's Instagrams he more. I don't know. Really, mm. like send Snapchats. He'd, yeah, he'd probably Snapchat and uh, and Instagram. Yeah, he probably Snapchats lots of like sexy ladies that he's like. <laughs> I feel yeah. like his Twitter would mostly be like tour dates. <sighs> no, nah, it'd be like lots of like sexy. No, that's sorry, you're right. That's the Instagram, the sexy ladies like yeah. bikinis and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining, and audience, thanks for joining. And we'll check you out next time for the 19th, 19th episode of Valve, which I forget the title of. All right. Adios. Bye, guys. Good night.